Are you struggling to create engaging content for your B2B brand? Let Podcast Town help. Our expert services will help you develop a successful content marketing strategy, making your brand stand out and increase revenue. With our guidance, you'll create quality content that resonates with your audience and builds brand loyalty. Visit our website at podcasttown.net to learn more and to get started today. We help you launch, grow, and maximize. What's up, Enterprisers? Welcome to another episode of the Enterprise Now podcast, where we shape the mindset of the high achiever to think like an entrepreneur. We talk with masters of the craft to get the cheat codes to success, helping elite enterprisers level up and maximize their brand. I'm your host, Elsie, the mayor. Now let's get to it. All right, Mr. Dan, first of all, thank you so, so much for sharing your time. You are a busy guy, and I'm sure you have a hundred other things that you could be doing, but you're here with us, so thank you. Well, we connected, and you know, a lot of people try to slide in the DMs on LinkedIn, and every now and then, I just feel the energy of an authentic person on the other side, and it doesn't get ignored and deleted, it gets replied. My instinct turned out to be correct. We had a connection. I'm like, I like this guy. Well, how can we connect again? <laughs> Awesome. Same, same feelings mutual. Mm -hmm. I just love when, when people get together and connect for the right reasons. And I'm so, so Mm -hmm. glad that we ran into each other and that we're now Mm -hmm. connected and now we're Mm -hmm. building this great, great, great relationship. So, um, Mm -hmm. we got a lot of good stuff to talk about, but before we get into the goods, Dan, Mm -hmm. can I get a, oh yeah. Okay. I've been practicing this. (laughs) Oh Yeah. (laughs) I bet you've never had that one before, have you? That is true. I have never had that one. (laughs) (laughs) Perfect. So on Enterprise Now, we like to get right to it, Dan. So before Mm -hmm. we hit record in the green room, in in our virtual green room, we talked about creating value. We talked about job shaming. And we talked about the fact that business ownership is not for everyone. (laughs) So with that preface... Tell mm-hmm. us a little bit about what you do and mm-hmm. your thoughts on creating value. Okay. So whenever the what do you do question comes up, the first one that comes up to my heart, the first response that comes to my heart, and it's been for a while now is, and this is going to sound random, but stay with me, your mayorship. Where in nature do we see the experience of lack? We don't. Nature is inherently abundant. Humans have disconnected themselves from nature and the truth of abundance is ours by divine right, by birthright of abundance. And my job, which doesn't feel like a job, doesn't even feel like a calling. It's just what I'm here to do is to activate that remembering in people. I'm an abundance activator. That's what I do. Whether it's when I'm speaking or when I'm podcasting my own and other podcasts, when I'm writing articles for entrepreneur and brains and other articles in my books, Whatever it is, I'm seeking another opportunity to activate the remembering of our natural state of abundance, that it's simple, that it's easy, and that it's ours. Wow, that's a whole nother podcast, but But that is a fantastic way to detail what you do. Let's talk Mm -hmm. creating value, because on on Mm -hmm. Enterprise Now, what I 
try to do is help people think entrepreneurially. Um, mm-hmm, and we mm-hmm. talked about how we don't like job shaming, right? Mm-hmm. Because not everybody is meant to be a business owner no, or, or an entrepreneur, nor do, do we need everybody to be an entrepreneur because <laughs> no, if everybody's an entrepreneur, too. nobody does but, the thing. Exactly. Right. <laughs> it's like everybody's a chief. Then like, what's going on? Like everybody's a head chef. Who's the sous chef? Yes. Right. I had, a, um, I had a job once and mm-hmm. I swear, Dan, everybody was a supervisor. <laughs> they weren't a supervisor. They were a team lead. And I remember thinking this was early on in my career. I, re- I remember thinking like, who does the work? If everybody's <laughs> a team lead and a supervisor, who, who's going to do the thing? Uh, it's crazy. I wrote a blog like, um, God, it's like an old blog. I don't even think it's on my new website. I don't think we migrated this over. But um, the, the, the blog was the, 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 the tale of the whistling garbage man. And one of the things I detailed in there is that every activity has not only got someone out there in the world that is perfectly adapted for it, but actually enjoys doing it. There's actually a word for people that enjoy like cleaning. Like there's a people that are addicted to cleaning. Like they enjoy it. Like they get off on it. Like they get wink, wink off on it. Right. Um, yesterday I was, uh, there's a podcast that every week called LOA today. It's all about the law of attraction, but we had this guy, this is going to sound right at the beginning. And he's like, he makes money selling pictures of feet. There are people that buy pictures of feet. All of this to say, I think society has started to create this thing. I think Gary Vaynerchuk, bless his soul, has been part of this, the rock star entrepreneur. Everybody wants to be an entrepreneur, but I've lost sight of the fact that that may not be your calling and it's okay for that to be okay. We have people pretending that they don't have a job and that they're a, they're a business. You're not. You're, you're a perfect operator and we need you too. You will have a purpose. You have a, a thread that you are in the universal tapestry of humanity as a whole that's perfect. And I think we need to stop looking down on people that have roles. Oh, they're only a garbage man. Well, try seeing what your street's going to look like with no garbage man. That garbage person is essential. Start giving them respect and start respecting ourselves for the job that we're doing. Instead of chasing after the idea that we have to be an entrepreneur or business owner, we can bring ownership and entrepreneurial values to our job, to our operations, to the activity that we have underneath something that someone else has created or has organized. And that's okay. Now let's dig, dig deeper there. So we're talking Mm -hmm. about creating value, thinking Mm -hmm. entrepreneurially, right? Even if it's Mm -hmm. entrepreneurship, talk Mm -hmm. a little bit uh, about that as a, as a person who is, they may be high achiever, they're, um, they're operators, they're Mm -hmm. doing the thing that they're passionate about. Mm -hmm. How do they leverage entrepreneurial thinking to get Mm -hmm. to the next level? Mm-hmm. Well, let's talk about, you know, a definition that we've shared around entrepreneurship and entrepreneurial attitude, thinking, mindset, all the things. It's about creating value. We can add that an entrepreneur also organizes capital in order to create that value. But let's just look at the creation of value, which again, is a natural law. Entrepreneurial approach is, is a natural approach. In nature, everything is always adding life. The, the law of more life is a natural law. Everything in nature is always growing or expanding. The second that it stops growing or expanding, it dies. Human, our mortal death is because the telomeres in our DNA stop growing, stop replicating. Why does the hair go gray? Because the hair follicles lose the, 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 the melanin that keeps giving it life. It loses its life force. So 
when we come into the organism of an organization, a business, uh, an organization, a nonprofit, whatever it is, when we are operating in a space of natural law, entrepreneurially and adding value to the whole, that life force that we're bringing is always going to be re reflected back and responded to energetically. People are going to feel it. You're going to stand out. What can I give instead of what can I take? Instead of how can I get the biggest bonus? How can I contribute to the organization's goals more effectively, right? When you've got the mindset of, I want to add and grow, people and the way that they relate to is going to be very different. We know that we respond more positively to people that are trying to add to us. We can feel it. We can, there's something non-physical to that. And also just in practical terms, if you're going out there and adding value, your numbers are going to be up. Your KPIs are going to be up. So the opportunity for you to be recognized, seen, and then um, rewarded for adding value is a lot higher when you're coming at things from the entrepreneurial perspective of adding more life, growth, and expansion. So in business terms, um, let's talk about sales, right? I, I, I'm in, mm -hmm. I'm in an, orga an organization. How mm -hmm. important is it for me to be able to sell? And what are some, some tricks, tricks to, uh, to the trade to selling within an organization? Okay, well, let's just put a pin under this because I think a lot of people consider selling to be an exchange of money for a service or good. But we sell more than that. We sell ideas. If I'm trying to convince you on something, I'm selling an idea. Um, if I'm going to reach out to somebody, I'm selling an idea. So I'm doing a summit in January, for example, and I'm reaching out to my mentors and to a lot of big people. And I have to sell them on the idea of being a part of this project so that I can get their involvement. I managed to get one of my mentors. He's got like a million followers on Instagram. He's like a, you know, he's, he's killing the game. Been a mentor by him for about three years now. And I'm selling him on the idea of being a part of my project. So I have to convey the value and how there's something in it for him that is equal to or not more than what I'm asking for in exchange. Everything's a sale. When I'm trying to get my stepdaughter to get ready to, for school, I'm selling her on the idea that the benefit for her is going to be higher than what I'm asking of her. When I'm trying to sell my wife on where, where I want to go for Christmas, I'm selling her on the benefits that she's going to have. Everything's a sale. And a sale at the end of the day that's most effective is one that liberates someone from a space of pain, asking for an exchange that they see worthy of the path to them being liberated from that pain. So when I want somebody to come into my consulting business, for example, and I want them to give me half a million dollars for me to solve a problem to them, I'm selling them on the idea that I can liberate them from that pain. And my liberation from them of that pain is going to be less than the half a million dollars that I'm asking for them. When I'm trying to sell my boss on giving me a raise, I'm selling him on the idea that him giving me more money is going to produce more to solve his pain point of the role that I'm playing than what I'm asking for. Everything's a sale. Nothing is not a sale. We're always selling. Wow. Um, yeah. And all that's for free. Uh, <laughs> so talk about perspective and mindset a little bit, right? Because mm -hmm. what, what we're describing is, um, and I'll never forget when I made this shift myself, it, it changed the trajectory of my life. You know, I used mm -hmm. to go to my, my job and I used to mm -hmm. do my job and then I would mm -hmm. go home. Nothing mm -hmm. wrong with that. It's one way mm -hmm. to do it. But I was one of those people who I've always wanted to be an, a business owner, entrepreneur. And so I finally got to the point where I jumped out into the waters. 
Mm-hmm. And the waters were very cold, very lonely, and very broke. <laughs> and so I jumped out of those waters back into corporate. <laughs> but this time, <clears throat> I thought about it differently. I started to yeah. look at how the organization made sales. What mm-hmm. pain point, to your point, were, were we solving as an organization? Mm-hmm. I, I observed the operations piece. How are mm-hmm. we moving within the organization and externally? I observed mm-hmm. marketing. How are we getting attention? And then I observed mm-hmm. book. I, like I looked at it from a different perspective and mm-hmm. that set me up for when I jumped out again, the mm-hmm. waters were still cold. Mm-hmm. They were still lonely, but I was able to weather the storm a bit because mm-hmm. I had that perspective. You had the weather, you had the right clothing to deal with the cold. Yes. Right. Because I knew it was going to be cold. <laughs> you, you had the teddy bear <laughs> to keep you company. <laughs> right. <laughs> So, so talk about that a little bit. How, how important is mm-hmm. perspective and mindset? Um, so when we look at our life, right? So our life, our environment, it's made up of people, places, and things. Those people, places, and things, we either accept or invite or allow into our experience. That's a choice, consciously or unconsciously. Everything that we get is a result of the cause and effect of our actions coming out and becoming a result. So our actions, our choices, our environment, those are all predicated on something. 97% of the time, the leading factor on that is our unconscious, our mind, our mindset, how our mind's set up. So 97% of most, and some of us can claim an, an extra 2%, so maybe 95% for some of you, okay, you can have your extra 2%, but nobody's more than 10%. Like the most conscious aware that, think about it, your heartbeat, did you just tell your lungs to breathe? I didn't. Did you just tell the, the genes to replicate? I didn't. Most of our bodily functions, most of our experience, remember like moving my hand. I didn't say, okay, move that muscle and do that. Like most of it is all unconscious, but the basis on which those unconscious programs are being played out is the set of our mind, our mindset. We are experiencing the fruits of our unconscious habits and behaviors in our everyday life. And those unconscious habits and behaviors are being executed on the back of our mindset. Mindset is the guiding principle for the choices, the habits, and behaviors that become our life. So, given that you're you're a bright guy, mm-hmm. um, you've you've sometimes. done a lot of wonderful things, but sometimes you've also done some things that that are not so bright, <laughs> not so wonderful. So, I have a segment called "What is the stupidest thing you've done." And if you're anything like me, <laughs> you probably have a few. So if you, can, few. if you can pick maybe the, the top one. I'm going to pick one that's relevant to this discussion, right? Um, I started my first major business when I was 19 years old, okay? I've never been in corporate. I've had two jobs in my entire life. I worked in a cinema when I was 15 because I liked free ice cream, popcorn, and watching movies first. And my two best friends, Nathan and Jamie, I met them that summer. And when I lost everything the second time, yeah, I made a lost two multi-million pound fortunes by the age of 23. When I, when I w- was building my back, myself back after losing everything the second time, I worked in a call center for six months whilst I was building up a business. All right. The stupidest thing I've ever done is try and do everything myself and not allow myself to be supported and guided with the right mentorship and the right advice. My first business where I lost everything, my dad's job has always been running business development agencies. I was an arrogant toe rag who'd only ever had success. So I didn't ask for advice. 
I wouldn't have lost my first business if my dad was someone that I'd gone and sought counsel from. There was free advice there. I didn't take it. We weren't talking at the time. The second time I tried to be clever and do everything myself and naively everything got stolen from me because I made the wrong choices about who I was around. But had I been open to mentorship, which now I spent 150,000 on my personal development in the month of October, 2021. We're 2021 runner. Yeah. 150,000 that month. Last year in total, 172. This year, I'm about 300, 350 this year. I'm in, my, I'm in ment- masterminds. I've got mentors. I have coaches. And I always seek counsel. One of my mentors, Greg Reed, always his, one of his key things, seeking counsel. I always seek counsel. And not from everybody, from those who are qualified to give it. So there you have it. The stupidest thing I've ever done, trying to do everything myself, thinking on everything. The remedy to that has been seeking counsel, which I now do consistently. I don't make a move without seeking counsel. Very good. So um, as the old saying goes, Dan, time flies when you're having fun. Uh, we've come to yeah. the, the end of our conversation. But um, before I let you go, uh, why don't you give people um, ways that they can reach out if they have questions, if they want to mm-hmm. share in your uh, experience of the stupidest thing you've done? How can they do that? <laughs> Easiest place is to go to dreamwithdan.com. That's my website, dreamwithdan.com. Um, you can find ways to connect with me, LinkedIn. Um, if you want to connect with me personally, Twitter is actually the best way. I manage that. LinkedIn, I'm in once or twice a week, um, but you can still get me there. Uh, but definitely dreamwithdan.com. All of the links are there. We've got free resources, links to my podcast, books. We've got some film projects we're doing in 2022, so you can get information about those. Dreamwithdan.com. Cool, cool. Thank you so much for your time, Dan. Thank you for having me, bro. Appreciate it. If you got value from today's show, we want you to join the Enterprises Elite email list for more nuggets and resources. And remember, no excuses, just execution. Go get it. What a fantastic episode. Hey, listen, I want to know something. What is the top concern that you have in your business? Is it sales? Is it marketing? Is it finance? Operations? Shoot me an email, mayor at podcasttown.net. I want to start a conversation around these areas of business and how we can work together and help each other shine even brighter.